Hello, my name is Alfonso Hinton, and welcome back to my podcast, Hope Inspires Faith. Tonight, I want to talk about a very important subject, a very serious subject, and the subject for tonight is parenting. And um, the, I guess the basis of my my topic about parenting is parenting is forever. You know, some people know that, some people don't even want to embrace that, but it's a very serious thing when it comes to parenting. Um, as we're, we're born, we grow up, we go to school, college, graduate, meet that special person in your life, or in a lot of cases, you just meet someone in your life, and whether you're married or whether you're not, People have children. A lot of people have children that's not married, out of wedlock. So there's a lot of division because the father is one place, the mother is another place. So which which leads to a complicated situation when it comes to raising a child. We have to know that that parenting is something that we need to, I guess, reemphasize again because it's very important. There's so many things going on in society today that. We we gotta refocus. I mean, it's it's not pointing a finger at anybody or or any one person or not even myself, but you know, just just to be aware, just to communicate, you know, just to share with somebody that you know, somebody that you know that's that's not doing a, a great job at parenting and and helping them realize that parenting is important. Uh, the separation you have boyfriend girlfriend or whatever you may call it that have children. And a lot of times the mother is left with the with the child and the father goes on and sometimes have more children and more children and more children. But one thing that doesn't change is the mother of that child has the child. So if the father leaves and not there, then the mother is stuck with the basics of raising that child and then it's put on the the parents the the parents of the of the do- of the the daughter of the of the lady is put on her because they're not gonna let her fail and not gonna let the grandchild suffer. So we have to know that we have to really start being accountable, you know, in all aspects of the word. And then you have times when people get married and have children and and they separate, get a divorce, whatever the case may be. But regardless of the the relationship Regardless of the marital status, you still have to be parents. You know, that's when falling out of co-parents. But that child needs 100% of that father, 100% of that mother, I mean, to to really, really know their love and, and feel secure. So many times, children are lacking that. And it, it leads to a whole lot of anger, a lot of frustration, hanging with the wrong people looking for love in all the wrong places for females, females that don't get, you know, the, the love and nurturing when they grow up, they really don't know what it's all about. So they're left out there to figure out what love is. And sometimes it gets them into situations, you know, that, that's very stressful, you know, especially like having children and to have more children and then realizing that I'm on my own, you know, where the father at. But the topic was parenting is forever. So I'm going to get on that subject. And I just wanted to just, you know, give a brief roundabout general, general talk. But 
when I say parenting is forever, I want to pick up to where we, we raise our children and we get them through high school. And then once they graduate high school, I remember growing up during the days, they would say, I'll be glad when you get 18 so you can get out of my house. Or I'll be glad when you finish this year so you can get out of my house. Or even a child to say, I'll be glad when I get grown so I can move out on my own. But regardless of the situation, we have to know that parenting is forever. I've learned that a, a child needs more after they graduate than they do during the time because they're under your under your roof, under your your protection, and and basically everything goes through you. But when that child gets out of her own in a real woman or real man's world, things begin to get difficult, and there's a lot of problems. So how can you say parenting? is it forever because my thoughts are as long as you're on this earth and you have a child then you you are a parent whether we exercise that right whether we're there when we our children need us that remains to be seen that's seen that's the individual uh situation so we have to know that it it doesn't mean parenting stop when a child um moves out of the house or goes to college it, it gets more expensive if you're going to be that one to support and you thinking when they graduate and go away that you do spend the money, but that's not the case. So, so when is a when is a parent not a parent? To me, you you are not a parent when you no longer exist in this world. If you have a child, to me that if you're living and you're on this earth and your child is somewhere, you should be willing to nurture them, give them advice, comfort them, listen to them when they call and, and need your assistance. A lot of parents, once children get out on their own, they say, okay, you're done, I'm through with you. Especially guys, you know, it's it's a proven fact that it may be biased, it may be not, but guys get it a little worse than girls because they say, you know, you're a man. You're supposed to get out there and take care of yourself. But I've learned that I made so many mistakes, you know, trying to figure out how to be grown. So now that I have children, I have to look at the fact that all the mistakes that I made to get where I, where I am, and then I have to look at what my parents did to support me while I was going through that transition. So for me to have children and they make mistakes and do things that I don't think they should do, and I totally go ballistic and say, well, I'm done with you. I'm not going to support you anymore. I will be a hypocrite. Because if I look back over my life, every time I needed my parents, they was there to give me advice, to listen, to financial support, or whatever the case may be. So me as a parent, how can I do anything different than what my parents did for me? But a lot of times we forget, or we don't forget, but a lot of times we put that block and think that once you become parents and we got children, we forget that all the things that we did growing up. You know, even when we did things contrary to what they wanted us to do. You know, a lot of parents, when they get older, they say, okay, you better not do this. You better not, you, you crazy for doing that. You're going to get in trouble. But then we forget about all the times when our parents say, don't you go to that party. Don't you leave that yard. Don't you mess with that. But we did it anyway. And then we suffer the consequences. And then once we have children and they go that same path, then we think it's, the first time it's ever happened. So we deal with our children in a different way. But we have to remember 
that there's nothing new under the sun and everything your children do somebody has done before a lot of things that those children do you have done before so you have to have a different perspective my philosophy on that what i do i i, w- I will let them know that you, you're going down the wrong path if you make that decision then it ain't gonna be good and i'm saying because i've been there and i said i'm i can't fuss at you i can't can't throw you around i can't call you stupid crazy ignorant because if i do that then i'll be doing it to myself because i did some of the same things the only thing i do is tell them you got to make smarter decisions than i did and if i tell you these things i'm telling you this because i want you to have a better life i want you to make better decisions so parenting is a continuous thing parenting goes far beyond graduation college parenting is forever i'm i'm the age i am now and i still call my parents all the time and talk to my parents and 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 we just communicate sometimes we talk about old times some some things about new things and we talk about my children and, and how they're doing and being successful and we encourage each other you know so that's that's what parents do parents should be able to listen now, are you going to always agree with everything your child do? Absolutely not. Is, is your child going to be obedient to everything you say? Absolutely not. But regardless, that's still your child. So maybe there's some way you can come to some kind of agreement or some kind of something to, to where you can come to a happy medium to where you can at least give support to your child. I mean, now don't get me wrong. There are a lot of situations to where it's not possible, or or something has happened tragic, or uh, or just totally disrespectful, and those those situations happen. But if those situations haven't happened, then what am I gonna do as a parent to ensure that I continue to support and educate and encourage and push my child if I don't have those things? Because someone might say, well. But my, my child, he, he disrespected me so bad that that he, he tried to jump on me and, 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 and I'm not going to tolerate it no more. So I don't want him my face in my house. But then on the flip side of that, have you thought about what you did growing up? And if you disrespected your parents or if you drew back at your parents or if you did that? Because the Bible says you read what you sow. So the things that you did to your parents when you get children, it comes back to you. So we have to examine ourselves and look, okay, did I do that? Was I guilty of that? Then maybe you have a different understanding of of what that child is doing if you realize you did the same thing. But everything is different. So when you're when you're dealing with these things, it's an individual, individual situation. I know me as a parent, um, I'm growing up, my daughter growing up, I had, I had one child and growing up my parent, my parenting was easy because she didn't give me any, any issues. She went through school, high school, no trouble, no nothing, good grades and graduated. So I had an easy, easy time being a parent to my daughter because she was respectable. She was disciplined. And I didn't have to worry about running the streets, running parties. I didn't have to worry about none of that. So I can say 
I had an easy job being a father to a daughter, and and a lot of people can't say that. So when I when it comes to a lot of trouble, when it comes to a different thing like that, I didn't have to deal with that. So I thank God that that my daughter growing up it, it made it easy. But then there were times when she wanted to talk to me and and didn't know what to say. But you know we I was a full-time parent even though I wasn't in the the situation with her mother but I made myself available and that's what I was saying about parenting forever that's because you get married and you separate that doesn't mean the child has to suffer that doesn't mean the child can't get a hundred percent of the father because you're not in the same house I was a full-time father outside the house which is it isn't easy but it's possible but then it has to do with being able to communicate, you know, one with the other, the mother and the father being able to communicate and come to a happy medium to where it says the daughter is most important in that situation. So that's something that we have to do. So I I, I tell my daughter all the time, you know, growing up wasn't raising you wasn't on her because it was so it was so easy. And I, I remind her sometimes today it was easy. But it's not always the case. Now, some people go through their children, do things and this, that, and the other. Not to name nothing specific, but as parents, we know what our children do. So we got to be smarter than the situation and come to a, uh, I guess, come to a solution. A lot of times we get disgusted with our parents and they're making the bad decisions, but, but you can't turn your back on them. That's why I say parenting is forever parenting is is unconditional to, to throw a spiritual aspect on it if you are if you believe in 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 our heavenly father and our lord and savior jesus christ our father in heaven you pray to him all the time and you ask him for certain things and you expect him to give them to you you expect him to bless you with those things but then are we not disobedient sometimes against our heavenly father do we do things contrary to what the Bible says or, or the word of God says? Sometimes, well, maybe it's just me, but sometimes there are things that we do that's not pleasing to our father. So suppose he were to turn his back on us. Now, if you're like me growing up, you, you did some stuff, you know, not not to mention nothing in particular. But if you if you like me, you did some stuff. So look at all the things that you did, and if God would have said, okay, I'm through with you, I'm done, you did this, you did that, you did the other, and I'm going to totally wash my hands of you. Can you imagine what kind of predicament you would be in if God were to do that? And it's the same aspect with us. We have to be able to think like that and say, okay, they're not going to be everything I want them to be, but I, I must forgive. I must forgive. That's about forgiveness. We want God to forgive us, but can we forgive our children when they disrespect or when they do things contrary? I mean, if you can't, you have to look at it. If you're looking at it, really, really looking at it, you're no better than them. If you sin against God and then you want God to forgive you, but you won't forgive your child. It's a serious thing. A lot of families have fallen apart because of that. Sometimes children and, 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 and parents don't speak for years 
all because of a disagreement that probably didn't amount to nothing or probably wasn't as bad as it was, but because one wouldn't bend, one wouldn't break, one wouldn't say I'm sorry, and it just got all out of whack. And people even people even go to their graves mad, upset, angry over situations that didn't matter. But we have to try as best we can to to get along. Mothers, daughters, fathers, sons, mothers, sons, fathers, daughters. We have to do whatever we can to to get along and 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 not be dysfunctional. It's so many dysfunctional situations in families these days and like i say i'm not talking about anything particular but just to make us think make us realize just to, to i guess to get our wheels turning okay let me see what can i do different what can i say to somebody else different because it ain't necessarily got to be you but i know it's been times you probably stood there and listened to a parent fuss at a child or fuss at a young person or fuss at a teenager and they call them their name and you looking at them like, man, why are you talking to that child like that? But do we do anything about it? Do we pull them to the side? Do we say, hey, hey, look, you know, I I know you're upset, but I don't think you need to talk to your child like that. Or I don't I don't think you should talk to them like that because that doesn't help the situation. Sure, he messed up in school and made some bad grades. But is that any reason to say you're stupid and you won't amount to anything? Words will tear you up. So we have to learn as parents, we got to encourage and not discourage. Encourage and not discourage. That's what we have to do. Is it easy? No, because everybody got their own mind. And children are going to tell a parent what they want to tell them. And the rest, they're going to try to hold on to it. I mean, wouldn't it be great if we was able to just tell what's on our minds and hearts and just get it out and release it and, and just let it go? Wouldn't that be a great scenario if we could do that? But that's not the case. It's probably a low statistic of children that will really tell a parent everything that's going on with them so their parent can understand. Why? Because they say, well, you don't, you, you're not going to listen or or, or you, you, it don't matter or you don't understand what I'm going through. And then sometimes it's not the parents, it's the children, because the children, they don't realize parents have gone through far more than sometimes than they'll ever go through. But because it's this generation, they say, well, you don't understand. It's not like it was in the old days. What's the old days? The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. That means what they did back then, they doing now. They 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 murdered in, in, in the Bible. You know, Cain, Cain murdered able in the bible way back in in the beginning of time and they're murdering people now you know that was that was backstabbing and, and manipulating and and betrayal judas betrayed jesus and sometimes right now we get upset when somebody do something contrary i mean it's it's gonna happen but what we have to do is reprogram our minds and our thoughts to try to get along try to try to make it simple you know, start talking, sitting down, communicating. How's it going? How was your day? Is anything going on that you need to talk about? We have to get to that mentality. But then we have to be able to open up. Most of that is on the, the child or the young person to to really 
find within them to share because a lot of times children won't share because they really don't want you knowing in their business or or they feel like they're a burden to you or they feel like you know you, you got enough going on so you have to you have to figure out ways and just be ready to listen you know sometimes you can't go chase them down but if they come to you you say okay what you got well, what's going on what you need what you need to talk about and just be receptive and that's why in the beginning i say parenting is forever and parenting is consistent and parenting is crucial and it don't even have to be your child if, if i can add that in it could be any young person young adult that's going through something and you are that adult person and they come to you to talk or, or, or vent or or whatever it doesn't matter you should be willing to listen because it goes far beyond. I remember growing up, it didn't matter whether it was was Miss Hadley, Miss Miss Ada, Miss Johnson, it Miss Bertha, it didn't matter who it was in that circle. If you was going through something, if you were somewhere, that parent would make sure that you get in the right place if you were if you were doing wrong and then by the time you got home then they be done called and say, hey, just let you know that that uh, Alfonso was down the road in the summer. He ain't had no business. And I told him to leave and I sent him home. And the parent would say, thank you. Thanks for telling me. I'll deal with him when he get home. So that is that's the way it was back then. So it didn't matter whose child you was. They was going to make sure that you was going in the right direction. But then we were more disciplined then to where, I mean, we didn't talk back to grown people either. And, you know, if they said something, it was law. If they say, I'm going to tell your mother, I'm going to tell your father, we were scared because we know they meant it. But it's not like that now. So it's that's why you have to use wisdom. And the Bible says, anybody like wisdom, let them ask of God. God will give you everything you need to be the best parent you can be. But one thing it takes, it takes love. It takes understanding. Another thing it takes is compassion. Another thing it takes is forgiveness. It's just so many things it takes to be a good parent. But then we have to pray for our children that they'll be receptive. And no, don't get, no, it, I'm not parent bashing. That's not what I'm doing. But this segment is about parenting is forever. There may be something down the road about children not want to listen to their parents, but that's not what this is about. As parents, as adults, as the leaders over the the youth, it's our responsibility to see what we can do to kind of get things going back in the right direction. So we, I mean, that, that goes with prayer, that goes with reading, that goes with, with family functions, family reunions, quiet dinner times, just spending time together. All that is a part of, of parenting and, and getting our family family core back together and like i said that some people feel like they got the greatest family situation in the world but everybody's not like that i mean if you got that then you know god bless you 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 there but a lot of people don't have that so the ones that don't we we need to figure out what we can do to make it better because i know you know having having boys you know and and boys are boys so you got all these well young men, men now, cause they're 
you know, they're over the age of 18, but having like that, you know, the, the girls, you know, having a, a, a daughter that's 25 that's been successful going her way, then have a daughter that's 16 that's, well, almost 16, about to have the sweet 16, and your mind go to boggling, so you get that protective parenting in, and even though you have a daughter that's almost 25, you still that that's that's the little baby and and you want to protect them and and you don't want any harm to go to and then you got boys one in the one in the army in texas then one in the navy in japan and another one just moved to texas and it's everybody strolled all everywhere so as a parent you have to be ready for the phone call they say hey can you cash out me twenty dollars hey can you cash out me forty dollars but then me as a parent I remember when I said, hey, Pops, you got $50 I can get the payday? And he'd be like, hey, I, I'm, I wish the union it. But now if mine asks me and I say no, I'm being a hypocrite because I'm going the opposite of what my parents did for me. And that's why I say parenting is forever and you have to be understanding. But it's so easy to send money. Now they, they don't, you ain't got to go to Western Union, you ain't got to leave the house, hit your phone, Hey, cash out. Hey, uh, hey, be like, hey, hey, moms, you, you got forty, you know, cash out, and instantaneously, you know, sent money. I mean, sometimes you probably wish it won't, won't that easy. You got it too late at night. I can't go to Western Union, so no, I, I can't send you no money. But because you can send it on that phone, there it is in a matter of seconds. But we have to support emotionally, you know, spiritually, you know, sometimes financially. Because young people make mistakes, and and, and and I know I did. I mean, sometimes I used to wonder how my money went away so fast. Where did it go? And I look around, and ain't got nothing to show for it. So we have to be able to support in all areas of a child's life. So if you didn't get anything, but parenting is forever, we must love, we must forgive, we must understand, we must inspire, we must encourage, we must nurture, and then we have to be available, not only for our children, but if someone look up to us and need us and, 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 and can come to us because they have nobody else, we should be willing to reach out and give a helping hand or a listening ear. And if we do that, man, what 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 great a great situation that we can start be, being in or or families can start becoming if everybody refocuses and start doing these things but i know some won't some will some might some possibly will but that's not your problem my problem or, or their problem i have to be accountable for me so as i wake up as i grow day to day I want to be the best parent that I can be. And if I do that, then I know God would be pleased because I'm I'm showing the love for my children that I expect God to show me. So as my father in heaven loves me, their dad on. Now, this is the end of my segment, Hope Inspires Faith. I had a phone call to come in, but um, disregard the phone call. But thank you for listening. I hope everybody get inspired. I hope I said something to encourage somebody. I hope I said something that that somebody can enjoy or or even even impact somebody's life. 
And my motto, if I could just help one person through the things I say, uh, you can look at my blog, www.hopeinspiresfaith.com. Also got a YouTube channel, www.hopeinspiresfaith, where I got some videos up there, just general conversation. And my motto is, if, like I said earlier, if I could just help one person with the things I say, I feel like I got my reward. So thank you. See you next time. Hope inspires faith.